the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRostra. Diminishing winds and rising humidity are helping firefighters battle deadly blazes in Oregon and California, but for some, it's too late. It's like, it looks so small. We're just like, how did our big life fit in this little... Oh, this is the kitchen sink area, you know what I mean? Dozens of people, though, still missing. Authorities in both states fearing the receding flames could reveal many more dead across the blackened landscape. Oregon's emergency management director says officials are preparing for what he calls a possible mass fatality event. Tropical Storm Sally forming off the Florida coast. National Hurricane Center forecasts Sally to bring heavy rain to the Florida Keys as well as southern and western parts of the state, eventually becoming a hurricane by late Monday. And about 10,000 women marched noisily through the Belarusian capital Saturday, beating pots and pans, shouting for the resignation of the country's president. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Disney films where Muslims are imprisoned in China. This is the same company that refuses to film in certain states in America because of their pro-life policy. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Hour 2 of your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner Mitch Berg is coming up next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Photos and videos from our events, news updates, live streaming, and maybe even a selfie or two. The latest and greatest way to connect with The Patriot is to follow us on Instagram. Simply search for AM1280 The Patriot on Instagram. Forecast from the Homestead Road Weather Center looks like this. Isolated showers and patchy fog. A high of 64 for the day. Tonight, scattered showers, then mostly cloudy. A low of 53. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the bright, shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, Monday through Friday and sometimes a little more, the Northern, uh, the shot, shot in the dark dot info, started as soon as I could after 9-11, uh, February 5th, 2002, and uh, just kept on going. Couldn't stop. Still can't stop all these years later. Uh, and it's my pleasure to do it. It's because I enjoy writing and because it's my show prep for this one of the highlights of my week every week, being able to be with you here and talk about the events of the week. We'll come back to that in a moment here. But uh, the top of the hour news reminded me of a story that uh, I don't think gets nearly enough play. Uh, you've heard about the tragic fires in Florida. When I say tragic, I mean they are 
they they are a blue on blue to the extent that uh, the state of California has basically made wildfires, uh, particularly the catastrophic ones, inevitable via their atrocious and ignorant, unscientific. Uh, woodland management policies. Uh, and when you get a native of North Dakota talking about woodland management policies, you know you don't know where you're at. Uh, but this past week, there was a story that, uh, that, that impinges on Berg's third law. By the way, Berg's third law, rarely invoked, but it, uh, it's very much in, in play today. Uh, whenever the authorities, after some major disaster, when the authorities say no life is no longer possible, they will always be wrong. This past week, CAL FIRE, the state bureaucracy that manages wildfire control, and by the way, is the state's first responders and does the best they can at fighting the fires, but also has a uh, a role in making sure that California's uh, woodlands are basically overloaded with fuel and ready to explode. There was a group of about 200 people who were cut off up in the uh, up in the woodlands around a camping area, around a lake. Cal Fire said it was too risky. You might as well write those 200 people off. California Army National Guard helicopter pilots said not so fast, and they, rode, they flew through dense smoke this past Tuesday. Dense smoke through embers, through updrafts, through atrocious, uh, some of the worst flying conditions you can imagine. I mean, the updrafts from all that heat uh, had to be just hellish to fly through, and yet... The California Guardsmen threw, flew through some of the riskiest air you can possibly imagine up in the up in the high country, above a fire to rescue over 200 people that had been written off by the bureaucracy. So, kudos and and thanks in the most profound way possible to the California National Guard uh, pilots and air crew that carried off this incredibly hazardous rescue of 200 people. And brickbats to the Cal Fire bureaucrats who said it couldn't be done and indeed tried at least verbally to interfere with the rescue efforts. Brickbats, to say the least, to all of them. And by the way, the rescues keep on happening and, and let us hope and pray that they continue to happen. Because as you noted during the top of the hour news, there are fears of many, many more not making it out. Uh, not escaping the flames. And let's all pray, uh, if you're so inclined, and I hope you are, that more miracles happen, that more bravery is rewarded, that more, <laughs> that more people are spared this atrocious and avoidable tragedy. By the way, for all the, Gavin Newsom is one of those Democrats who says that COVID has been avoidable tragedy. If only we had the leadership at a national level that could have uh, that, that could have avoided this gavin newsom is the leader who could have changed the policies that basically make most of california a naturally very dry state basically a tinderbox waiting to blow up year after year after year anyway pray for those who are missing let's hope it's not as bad as it looks but it does indeed as the top of the hour news said Look bad. At any rate, this past week, uh, Representative Ryan Winkler, uh, I in a tweet I talked about last hour, I'm going to bring it up again. He pointed out that, to his mind that sabotaging government agencies during a pandemic is dangerous and shameless. It's also their job. 
in a government built on the notion of checks and balances. And I'm moving on from that. He also said the Republican majority is unfit to lead the Senate during the greatest crisis of our lifetimes, which bids me to ask Mr. Winkler, House Majority Leader Winkler, where were you 19 years ago yesterday? I don't really want to know. It's a figurative question. I remember where I was. I, I, I remember where I was, and I remember exactly when I knew something really terrible was going on. It was before I heard the words airplane or New York or World Trade Center, much less terrorist. I knew something terrible was going on the moment I turned on NPR, because I was listening to, at that time, the number one rated morning show in town, interviewing P.J. O'Rourke on his latest book, very badly timed book, although a wonderful book, uh, CEO of The Sofa, a fairly mild-mannered domestic uh, comedy memoir, if you will. Um, and I flipped over, and they went, they hit a break, and I flipped over to public radio. And right then I knew something was drastically wrong. Because you heard national public radio personalities trying to ad-lib. As Fred Thompson memorably said in the movie Hunt for Red October, Ivan doesn't um, relieve himself without a plan. National public radio doesn't talk about what time it is without a script. And yet I heard national public radio personalities humphering and frumpering and frying and, and Gap, gapping and filling and trying to fill in airspace while I tried to figure out what was going on. Something that is part and parcel of life in commercial radio, <laughs> filling to keep make sure you don't have dead air. They, they can't do it. They're not used to working without scripts. And yet, 19 years ago that morning, there was no script to prepare anybody in those first hours when, it, <laughs> when, when what could have been a random plane crash turned into two plane crashes uh, in New York, one in Washington, and we eventually found out one deliberately done in, in Pennsylvania to prevent the plane from being taken over by the passengers from the hijackers. There's no way anyone could have written a script for that. And they didn't start getting caught up on their scripting until an hour or two later. And even then they were just as in the dark about the rest of us. And so Ryan Winkler, that was the biggest threat of our lifetimes. I don't know where you were and I don't much care. All due respect, Ryan Winkler. That was the biggest threat of our lifetimes. Or so I thought until fairly recently. Yes, 9-11 was the greatest domestic attack on the United States that uh, has happened in our lifetimes. It was, a, it was a bigger loss of life on American soil than even Pearl Harbor. Indeed, the greatest single loss of life from an enemy's action on American soil since 1865. They haven't come close. We've been remarkably blessed that way on, on the stage of human history to have not had this sort of carnage become a commonplace in our history. The UK, France, Germany, tens of thousands of dead every couple, every couple dozens of years throughout most of their histories. We are blessed in so many ways to be free of that. And so, no. Representative Winkler, COVID is not the worst catastrophe we'd faced in our lifetimes. It's not a hoax. It is a crisis that Democrats are not wasting, per Rahm Emanuel's commandment. But it's not the greatest crisis of our lifetime. And either, I'm afraid, 
was 9-11. And, and I say that with all respect to every last one of you who has spent the last 19 years of your lives, in many cases, fighting to, to defeat the terrorism and fighting to keep your home life together while those you love are overseas fighting terrorism. And perhaps those of you here at home who have lost people on 9-11 in those 19 years thereafter, all due respect to all of you, and God bless every last one of you. And, and by the way, as uh, Richard Fernandez pointed out on social media yesterday, after 19 years, it's time to point out to all of those who were claiming in 2001, 2003, 2006 that our involvement in the Middle East was going to turn into another Vietnam it hasn't. We haven't had a clear-cut victory. But al-Qaeda is gone or, or hidden so far underground that they, they can't really affect anything anymore. ISIS, they've assumed room temperature for years. They affect nobody. And so while Islamic fundamentalism is still a threat to Western civilization to some extent, at least a threat to blow things up and hurt people, Radical Islamism has been fought to a halt at the very least. We didn't get a Vietnam out of the aftermath of 9-11. And that's huge. Not only didn't we get a Vietnam, but there are little whiffs of victory popping up, unheralded by our media. I mean, over the last month, the administration... Yes, Donald Trump's administration, the one that was going to end the world if you talk to all of your Democrat friends, neighbors, and, and, and progressive, neighbor, uh, progressive uh, co-workers, has engineered peace treaties, peace agreements between uh, two Arab countries, the United Arab Emirates and, uh, and Bahrain and Israel. And there is every reason to believe that sometime between now and the end of the year, they will have a, a peace agreement between the Saudis and Israel. And that, far from being Vietnam on the Gulf, is victory. Not victory in the sense of signing a surrender instrument on the decks of the USS Missouri, or uh, an armistice, a train carriage at Compiègne. But it's victory, a victory that's eluded the world for 72 years now. Not an easy victory, certainly not a cheap victory. Not the fast victory that I think all of us were hoping for when the Green Berets routed the Taliban out of northern Afghanistan and routed them all back into their hideaways in the mountains. Certainly not the quick victory we hoped for after the the most masterful mechanized military campaign in history drove from Kuwait to Baghdad in days. I mean, the greatest blitzkrieg in the history of warfare. It wasn't the quick, easy victory that, that the president, it will be George W. Bush, celebrated on the decks of the Abraham Lincoln to the merrymaking of a whole lot of, let's just, be honest, inferior leftist minds, but it is victory. But I'm here to tell you we face a greater threat than 9-11, a greater threat than radical Islam, a greater threat than we've ever faced from outside here on our own streets. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. I'll be right back.
limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Time's running out to win $1,000 a day for life from Publishers Clearinghouse. Enter at PCH.com and you and your family could soon be celebrating the win of a lifetime. Don't miss your chance to win $1,000 a day for life on October 31st. Go to PCH.com before it's too late. That's PCH.com. Better hurry if you want the next big winner to be you. Enter now at PCH.com. Entries due 1028. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Land of 10,000 lakes has a nice ring to it, but actually Minnesota has more than 11,800 lakes. But who's counting? Well, there's Ann Lake, Balsam Lake, Cass Lake, Detroit Lake, Eagle Lake, Fox Lake, Gull Lake, Hidden Lake, Adam Lake, John Lake, Craze Lake, Lean Lake. But if water isn't your thing, Minnesota is also home to amazing hiking, biking, and more. Find your true north. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Corey Lake, Rainy Lake, Silver Lake, Toad Lake, U.S. Lock and Dam Pool 5A, Boss Lake. Relief Factor. Effective pain relief that really really works. How do I know that? I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. I live it. I've been taking it for a year and a half. I had a lower back pain issue that had been plaguing me for nine years, almost a decade. I took Relief Factor for two weeks. Yes, two weeks and my pain was gone and it's still gone. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. Don't take my word for it. See their incredible video testimonials at relieffactor.com. And then find out for yourself if this incredible drug-free product could work for you as well as it does for me and tens of thousands of Americans. It's so very, very simple. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack. It'll be at your door in three days or less. And I guarantee it, Dr. G's guarantee, if you take it morning and evening, as do I, for three weeks, by the end of that time, you will know if it works for you like it works for me. Do you have sunken concrete around your home, leaving you with trip hazards or causing water to run back to your foundation? Hi, I'm John Lamore, owner of Expert Concrete Raising. We raise settled concrete using a high-density polyurethane foam, which is a more permanent solution than mudjacking. Polyurethane foam cannot be washed away, and it doesn't shrink or deteriorate over time. If it's concrete, we can raise it. Get it done right the first time. For a free estimate, contact a second-generation concrete raising business at expertconcreteraising.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Hey, don't forget sign up for the Freedom Fan Club. At AM 1280, The Patriot. It's your gateway to an awful lot of wonderful things. Things we can't even tell you about yet. They're top secret. And yet, you can believe the news. It's coming. But you can close your eyes, log in, and sign up. AM1280ThePatriot.com, the Freedom Fan Club. Join us, all the cool kids. Are doing. By the way, it's also what you have to do to get to our podcast. If you go to uh, am12athepatriot.com slash podcasts, that's, you got to be a member of the club, which is perfectly reasonable. I mean, we, we get a little, we, we get your name and your email address. You get all these great hours of information, entertainment, and uh, in the case of some of our hosts, downright wisdom. So 
Make sure you do that. 651-289-4488. By the way, uh, uh, Twitter uh, responded passably affable tweets uh, in regards to the California National Guard story. Uh, and I quote, pretty good for a bunch of 19-year-old cooks. In other words, the California National Guard to rescue those uh, people from those wildfires. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and by the way, my question is, did anyone submit a detailed operational plan before the guard could be released to fly out and rescue all those people before they burnt to death? <laughs> anyway, thanks for uh, chiming. And you can uh, join us on Twitter at hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show, Northern Alliance Radio Network's Twitter uh, tag for all these years. Still the best way to get a hold of us, unless you'd rather call in. 651-289-4488. So before the break, I, I talked a little bit about my experience on 9-11. And mine were piddly. I mean, I was listening. I knew something was wrong. I went to work, listened to uh, to the media everywhere, along with the rest of the country, trying to figure out what was going on. And uh, a lot of people very close to me spent a good chunk of the best years of their lives fighting the people who brought that to us and, and much more. And 19 years later, too much is up in the air, and yet there have been victories, victories that must not be denied. <laughs> a Norwegian, by the way, a Norwegian uh, member of the Nobel Committee nominated President Trump for Nobel Peace Prize. And unlike President Obama who was nominated and granted the Nobel Peace Prize, and it's, uh, I think, after exchange, something like million-dollar prize, uh, gratuity that goes along with it. He actually did something to deserve it. I mean, if he brings peace between the Saudis and Israel, something that has evaded every single administration, every single effort uh, everywhere in the world since 1948, and really, in, before Israel, since the 1930s, I mean, he will deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. The only reasons not to give it to him would be politics. And make no mistake, the Nobel Committee that gave Barack Obama a peace prize and considered a second is not above those that level of politics. Anyway, so we'll see what happens there. I think my prediction is is implicit. Ryan Winkler yesterday on the anniversary of 9-11 said that COVID is the greatest threat of our lifetimes, which is so ironic it hardly deserves a response. But I think we face a greater threat. I think it's here. I think it's now. And I think it has potential to hurt America a lot worse than any external threat ever has. As I said before, I have sparred with people, some of them in my own party, who say that radical Islam here in Minnesota is the greatest threat to our freedom that there is. And while not denying that radical Islam is a bad actor worldwide, the idea that every Muslim answers without question, regardless of their faction within the Muslim faith, to a couple of verses in the Quran that says, yeah, you can deceive the infidel, I, I think the evidence is very clear that 85 to 90 percent of Muslim immigrants came here for the same reason that Grandpa Johansson came here from Sweden 100 years ago, 150 years ago, for a better life for them and their kids and what we consider freedom. I've said this before. The likes of Keith Ellison and Ilhan Omar are not threats to this country because they are Muslim. 
This is a country that fought off the British Empire near its peak, not at its peak, but close. Uh, This is a country that fought off its own worst impulses, socialism, anarchism, uh, European imperialism, uh, communism, Nazism, fascism. Communism, again, by the way, fought them all off and did it with style, growing stronger with with every attack. You attack America from the outside, and all other things being equal, we get stronger. You could say that what's happened in America since 9-11 hasn't made us stronger. There's an argument to be made. On the other hand, uh, that's an argument. We can argue it. I'd be happy to. 651-289-4488. But the second part of that statement is while America can't be defeated from outside, least of all by a 7th century ideology that can't even feed its own people consistently, can't even keep its own people from killing each other off in box lots every so often. We can be brought down from the inside. And that was pretty much an intellectual point up until recently. I think we face a worse threat in this country today than we did 19 years ago and in the intervening years since. In fact, I think it's much worse. And I think we face a terrorist threat in this country that is worse than radical Islam, short of getting control of an atomic bomb, could ever present us. Quote, anti, end quote, fa. I, I've called them, quote, anti, end quote, fa since the big hitting, since, as some wag said, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, then calling it anti-duck doesn't mean it's not a duck. Anti-fa is no different than fa, fascism. And more appropriately, and more approximately on point, anti-fa is different from the brown shirts in exactly the same way the Lucchese's are different from the Gambinos. They are as different from each other as the Bloods are from the Crips. They are different sides of the same thuggish coin. By the way, the left assures us they don't exist, which is interesting, seeing as our Attorney General uh, took a selfie of himself posing with the anti-fa handbook. Oh, but wait, they're just an ideology. They're not literally a group. Well, okay, so are the Boogaloo Boys. I mean, there's no Boogaloo Boys HR department uh, in, a, in a high-rise in Billings, Montana. And, and yet you'd think we are told by our uh, supposed information gatekeepers that they're the ones who are just as big a threat as, quote, anti, end quote, fa. Anyway, they do exist. And it's not just an idea and it's certainly not the opposite of fascism in fact quite the opposite they are the same and in fact i think there's a case to be made that quote anti end quote fa and those who seek who are allied with it and seek to uh, its same goals are worse than a terrorist organization there are those who say that 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 uh, that the administration should consider anti <clears throat> fa 
a terrorist organization. I say that underestimates them. In some cases, they are an invading army. Now, I will caution you. I, I, I republished an account this past week from a publication that I do not personally endorse, either for its accuracy or its ideology. Uh, it's a website called AmericanPartisan.org. It would be fair to refer to this publication as aligned with the whole Boogaloo boy idea. Boogaloo, by the way, the media gets it all wrong. So-called Boogaloo boys, end quote, are basically people who see that the complete collapse of society is inevitable and one had best be ready for it. The collapse of society known as the Boogaloo, and they being people who are ready for it, or in fact, in some cases, seek it as a way to, I don't know, sweat out a fever from from our society or at least get the pain over with. They are aligned by the media with the far, far, far right. In some cases, they may be right and most they are not. Anyway, I do not endorse the ideology or, for that matter, much about the website AmericanPartisan.org. But a piece at that website entitled Anti-Fa Reality Check uh, goes beyond ideology, I believe, in expressing uh, some realities about the threat we face as a society, all of us, including those of you on the left, if you are those with ears to hear, from, quote, anti, end quote, fa. I'll be talking about that account uh, when we come back. By the way, 651-289-4488, or join me on hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Be right back. This is Larry Elder. This radio station has been telling you for months that November's election could dramatically change what our country's future looks like. If you believe in freedom supported by law and order, your values are on the line. Make sure you are registered and prepared to vote, whether at the polling place or by absentee ballot. Our nation is at a crossroads, and every vote counts. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned through Election Day. This is a national health care alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket cost. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. Toll free at this number. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you 
a free pair of diabetic socks as our special gift to you. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and have insurance, you may qualify to get free delivery of your supplies. 800-439-7409. That's 800-439-7409. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your students' first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. With the extreme weather changes in Minnesota, it can be very unpleasant when the windows in your house begin to fail. But what's even more unpleasant is the three long-winded, high-pressure sales calls you need to sit through to get multiple bids. They tell you their window is the best and all the rest are no good, and hey, I'll throw in a free window if we can write this up tonight. I'm Ryan from My Three Quotes. What if I told you you could get competitive bids from three high-rated local contractors on any window brand after only one short meeting with me? The process is simple. I'll stop by to measure the windows and we'll talk options. Whether it's vinyl, wood, composite, or fiberglass, we'll come up with a job scope that fits your house and your style. And you'll receive the quotes within a week. If you've already had some window bids and were floored by the price, call me. As you'll see from my reviews, my quotes can come in thousands less than others for the exact same window. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back to write up the order and do a walkthrough when it's done. And yes, the service is free. So hop online and visit My Three Quotes to set up an appointment. That's the number three, My Three Quotes. AM 1280 The Patriot. Or join me at am1280thepatriot.com. Same idea, different media, same program. 651-289-4488. Hey, speaking of media... Music is one of those media that I particularly enjoy, and it's my pleasure to announce two weeks from tonight, my band Elephant in the Room will be playing at uh, St. Lima, the Church of uh, St. Lima, Uh, yeah, in Roseville, and uh, I'm told it's pronounced Lima, not Lima. I thought it's it's St. Rose of Lima. Sorry, yeah, St. Rose of Lima in uh, in Roseville. It's their summer party, I believe. We will be uh, playing an outdoor party from 5.30 till 9, I believe, and uh, looking forward to reaching that audience. So uh, less guns and roses, perhaps, than our normal show, but uh, nonetheless, we'll be uh, happy to play out there. In fact, uh, some of our regular guest stars are going to be showing up. Uh, to to sing along with us here. And, and by the way, we're that rare band that says, hey, sure, give us a request. You might have to sing it, but feel free to make a request. Anyway, we'll be at St. Rose of Lima, which I'm told is named after Lima in Peru and not Lima in Ohio. I don't know, not being Catholic, that makes no sense to me, but uh, some perhaps somebody can call and explain. Uh, 651-289-4488. Hope to see you there two weeks from tonight uh, at uh, St. Rose of Lima in Roseville. Big summer party out there. Anyway. So, the greatest challenge this country's ever faced in our lifetimes, 9-11 was big. COVID, I'm not going to say it's nothing, as Ryan Winkler, it's not what Ryan Winkler would like you to think, that it is the worst challenge ever. I think the greatest challenge is right in and among us right now. Antifa 
which is showing evidence of not being merely a terrorist organization, but in fact, in some key ways, an invading army. Now, as I set up before the break, I took an account from a website that I do not endorse that, frankly, has quite an amount of content that I repudiate and we're happy to refute. Uh, But life is too short to spend your days chasing after after the crazies. That being said, there was an account that came out this past week on uh, AmericanPartisan.com that is worth a read and and is a cautionary tale that I think is uh, very... Very important for all Americans who are thinking about looking at, at, at what faces us, the threat that faces us today. And I say this because as I talk about the possibility that we elaborated on a bit last week with Walter Hudson, the idea that perhaps America is headed for a separation, perhaps a divorce, hopefully an amicable one, if it comes to that, but that's doubtful. I am frequently, as the topic comes up, conservatives, people to the right of center say, well, fine, we got the guns. We know how to get around in the wilderness. We are, in fact, the ones who are ready for the, quote, boogaloo, end quote. And perhaps in the very long term, that's true. But in the short term, especially in the places where the battle's actually being fought today, not so much. I, I am citing a piece from, again, a website I, I do not uh, endorse, AmericanPartisan.com. It was in a piece I put out yesterday on my blog, ShotInTheDark.info, entitled uh, The Democratic Party's Stormtroopers, a title which should become clear as you read the article. I urge you to go to ShotInTheDark.info and read it. And I'll lead with the conclusion It was written by a fellow who was a a law enforcement officer who was in Portland recently to interview for a job with, I believe, either the Portland PD or the Multnomah County Sheriff's Office. Uh, He was also a veteran of the United States Marine Corps who was there with, as it happens, around one of the riots around the Multnomah County Courthouse and the federal uh, court's buildings uh, as a spectator, as a visitor, as a curious investigator. And all of them, by the way, veterans of the United States military, trained infantrymen in every case, people who have trained to maintain their situational awareness under under situations of extreme stress, which is what military military combat training really is, not so much how to shoot as how to keep your wits about you as things are literally blowing up to the left and to the right and in front and behind. Uh, the the writer is a fellow, pseudonymously, I presume, named N.C. Scout. I'm presuming that means North Carolina Scout, a fellow who uh, describes himself a pedigree as a uh, member of a Marine Armored Reconnaissance Unit. Ergo, someone who has trained to fight, and I believe, if I recall his bio, may be a combat veteran. His conclusion in his final paragraph is, and I quote, bottom line, don't go to an anti-fa protest where you can put yourself in that situation. We'll describe the situation in a moment. And if you find yourself in that situation, expect them to employ tactics that take away your situational awareness and complicate the use of force continuum. Now, when we talk about use of force continuum, 
We're talking about someone who is a policeman and who are allowed by law to react to and are protected, frankly, by law with a continuum of force. In other words, if someone slaps at you, you're allowed to punch them. If someone punches you, you're allowed to respond with a billy club. Someone comes at you with a knife, you can respond with a gun and so forth. It's a continuum, a continuous level of response, something civilians, by the way, don't have access to. You don't get to respond with a continuum of force, really, to a lethal threat. Not with lethal force. The bottom line, don't go to an anti-fa protest when you can put yourself in the situation. Now, this, the situation is the alarming part here, folks. And I'm going to jump way down through the article, which, again, while I don't endorse AmericanPartisan.com and much of its content, I think this is serious, hefty food for thought. Uh, I'm going to move about two-thirds of the way down the article he wrote uh, in entitled Anti-Fa Reality Check. This is, by the way, a former Marine from an armored reconnaissance unit. But in all the training that I've been through in my life, I've never been in one where the first five seconds of the scenario, you're blinded with a strobe light and sprayed with pepper spray. By the way, that's what happened when the, quote, anti, end quote, fa identified an intruder, someone who wasn't a friendly. They sprayed him with pepper spray and turned a strobe light on him. And I quote, that changes everything. They were throwing these rocks from 15 feet away in the crowd. You couldn't see who the <clears throat> heck it was, etc. Things like that. It's just a good talking point for guys that carry concealed, but you need to think through all of these different scenarios. It got way worse than that after the video that, they, that was taken of this episode ended. They chased us for 11 city blocks. They had a convoy of about 25 vehicles that cut us off at the next intersection. They had scouts on the corner with radios. They had a drone following us. They had a bullhorn calling us Nazis. And the crowd was following a red strobe light that was up in the air on a stick so they could announce, quote, Nazis, end quote. And then people would follow the red strobe light. The video that you saw is just the beginning. I've got a, doggone, fractured hand from a baton. Every one of us has black and blue bruises up and down our legs and back. Had a guy spit in my face from six inches away, call me a jerk and a coward for not doing anything about it, and then tell me he was going to find where I live, (sighs) rape my mother, rape my children in front of me, and then kill me. I've never been more angry about something in my doggone life. The level of restraint that it took for us not to fight back in any way, in any capacity, whether that was with a gun or with fists, was incredible. All of us have kids at home. The only thing going through all of our minds was that we have to justify deadly force if we're going to go that route. There's also hundreds of these people as we can't see straight because of all the pepper spray. And it's hard to pinpoint exactly who's throwing those rocks and hitting us with batons because they will hit you and darned well run, and their buddy would run up and hit you. It was an incredibly stressful situation. They did a very good job tactically of taking away your situational awareness and, in my opinion, complicating your legal defense when you split one of their faces open with a hollow-point bullet. As we were running from the crowd, 
after about the third block or so. We're sprinting because the mob had caught up back up to us and vehicles were trying to cut us off. I put my hand on the back strap on my concealed firearm and I heard somebody yell, hey, bro, whatever you're reaching for, don't. Just keep running. They're still 30 feet behind you. Keep running straight. Now, to carry on with the story, it turned out that the person giving the advice was an undercover cop in a car who, out of their own need to remain somewhat concealed, did not intervene with a car full of two guys against a crowd of hundreds that, again, were doing their darndest to make sure that, 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 that the good guy's situational awareness was completely shot. And you see this in certainly all the riots in Portland and to some extent Seattle, and I have a hunch if the rioting comes back to Minneapolis, you'll see it again. Anyone who, who makes any move to resist or even dissent verbally gets pepper sprayed, gets strobe lighted, perhaps get lasers shined in their eyes, potentially to blind them for good, certainly enough to get you to, to break and run for your own self-preservation's sake. And yes, providing you with a threat of death or great bodily harm under Minnesota law. But who? They never come at you one-on-one. Unless you're a a woman, they never come at you. A lone, unarmed woman or an older guy with diminished capacity to physically fight, they never come at you less than five or six to one. Unless they sucker punch you from behind, they never come at you less than 50 to one. It's a crowd of hundreds, intentionally so. The ones committing the violence fade back into the crowd of useful idiots. This is not just a bunch of random dirtballs. These are people who've trained to not just destroy cities, but to make it very, very difficult for the good guys to have any recourse against them against the very real lethal threats, the threats of great bodily harm against them. This is not just a bunch of random college kids out there getting their wild oats sown, folks. This is the real thing. This is why it's so dangerous. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Teach leave them kids alone. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. 
We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-555-2085. 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, Call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit termprovider.com, termprovider.com. Is the United States of America part of God's great plan for the world? Now, a new documentary, Trump 2024, The World After Trump, takes a look at what the world could look like in 2024 with or without President Trump. Trump 2024 features interviews with Franklin Graham, Mike Huckabee, Dennis Prager, and Eric Metaxas. Watch Trump 2024, The World After Trump, on SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com, Trump 2024. Stream it today at SalemNow.com. I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and for years, this great station has been fighting to keep the Twin Cities right. As we head into 2020, I would ask that you help us continue the fight by supporting our local sponsors who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities. Now here's a word from our friend, Dennis Prager. I I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. And helping fighters is as good and noble as fighting. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help the station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Those sponsors, they are making us possible. No sponsors, we're talking to ourselves. By supporting the local businesses you hear on this station, you help support us as we continue to keep the Twin Cities right. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. AM 12A, The Patriot, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Oh, you also join me on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show. Two ways to get through, operators are standing by. We'll go to the calls in just a moment here, but uh, we were talking before the break about what I think is the greatest threat facing this country today. Not Islamofascist terrorism. I think there's a case to be made that we've largely defeated them. I mean, who knows what the future brings? There could be a rebound. In fact, if anything we know about the Middle East is that every old problem can come back again. But for the moment, with word that, that following on the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain, the Saudis may be ready to ink a peace deal and start to normalize relations with Israel. Uh, there are now two Scandinavian uh, parliamentary ministers who have, I'm told now, uh, not not just the Norwegian member of parliament, but a Swedish member of parliament of well as well, has uh, reinforced the nomination of President Trump for Nobel Peace Prize, which frankly is unthinkable. And yet, if all goes well, thoroughly deserved <clears throat> at any rate. I'm here to make the case that when all of you good, solid, hardworking conservatives, perhaps veterans among you, become sanguine about the idea that any future violent dissolution of the United States is going to be a cakewalk, 
for the good guys because we got the guns. I, I, I'll defer to all of you who are veterans of the armed forces and, and, and recall your various drill sergeants and, and company first sergeants out in the field who said winning a, a battle is not a, a solo thing. It's a matter of teamwork. And as the example I read off shows, the other guys have the time, the money, the will to develop that teamwork. The attack on those three combat veterans, combat trained, in one case, a, a former reconnaissance Marine, uh, the ability to drive them from the field of battle with no clear recourse for how to respond, to destroy their situational awareness. This is not a pickup game, folks. This is the work of trained militants, people who are a terrorist group at the very least. And in a sense, given what we've seen in Portland and, and Seattle and what I fear we may see in Minneapolis next time this happens is an invading army. They may not hold the territory. They may be more akin to al-Qaeda or ISIS or the insurgency in Iraq than to, I don't know, the, the Germans. But it's an invading army and they are fighting a hot war. At its worst, it is a hot war. And that is very bad news indeed if you seek to preserve some sort of civil self-government. We're not done with this subject, but uh, let's go to the phones. In St. Paul, Jeannie, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are live and on the air. Hi, Mitch. Everything you've just described is why I don't understand why Trump doesn't send in the army I'm tired of people saying we can't declare martial law or whatever, or that's bad if he does that. I think it's bad if he doesn't do that. What are the people supposed to do? What are we all supposed to do? Just let the society crumble because we're afraid to look like fascists against fascists? Yeah, that's the, exactly the, the bind that they intend to put us in. And thanks for your call, Jeannie. Absolutely. This is the bind that they hope to put us in. They hope to put us, the good guys, the normals of all political stripes, into the bind where we have to meet extremism with extremism. I told the story last week, not for the first time. In 1933, among the biggest supporters of German President Paul von Hindenburg's uh, move to consolidate all government power under a state of emergency <laughs> in the hands of a cabinet run by <clears throat> Adolf Hitler, among the biggest supporters of that plan were the communists, the people who'd been out on the streets fighting it out with the Nazis literally for 15 years before this. The people whose direct action arm, <laughs> the, the red flag it was called, are the direct intellectual ancestors of what? Antifa today. The, the, the thug arm of the Communist Party, then as now. And, and they wanted, they sought to increase violence in the streets because they figured it would redound to their benefit. Now, they were wrong. Hitler and the Nazis had the greater will to power, and they were able to turn the German army onto their side. So what does that have to... And, and that was it for the communists. And, by the way, much of Western Europe and tens of millions of people uh, by the by. What does that have to do with us today? Well, they want to see, a dis, to, uh, see an immense violent response to drive everyone in the middle to one extreme or the other. Because they have the planning, they have the organization, they have the resources at this point, barring the creation of a complete military dictatorship, to, to prevail in that battle at this point, unless 
we get serious. And by we, I mean the government gets serious in treating them at the very least as a terrorist organization, if not the an, an embryonic insurgency, and treating them accordingly. I, I think, Jeannie, by the way, that while the, the temptation to bring in the Army and the Marines is definitely there, not only is it foreclosed by law, uh, the doctrine of posse comitatus, do not use the, the, the standing military as a law enforcement body, which, by the way— when we tell people on the left, be careful the power you seize because it will be used against you eventually, uh, the Founding Fathers instituted the doctrine of posse comitatus for a very good reason, uh, to prevent the, pos- the standing army from being used against whoever was out of favor with the sitting power. Right now, it's anti-fa. We're a couple of elections away from the shoe being on the other foot. Be very careful what you wish for. I want to see these people thrown in jail for a very long time. I want to see the the, the media recognize them for what they are. Oh, by the way, another piece that came out last week that I wrote about in shotinthedark.info, the media is largely frozen, frequently voluntarily, but sometimes violently frozen out of honestly covering these riots by who? by a pseudo-media funded by plutocrats on the left with deep pockets called the National Press Organization that is, in fact, uh, the press analog of Antifa. Basically, they exist to shut down all media that aren't friendly, to boost the access of media they are, including reporters from the Washington Post and New York Times, and to make sure that the story that the rest of us, the rest of the world, see about these protests is framed to make them look like the victims, even though they are the thugs that are striking first. That's why I say this is more dangerous to this country than people flying planes into skyscrapers. Mark my words, folks. It's time for us all to get serious. And it starts with this election and so much more. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless and protect America. We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It's about how we overcame poverty and hardship by not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we are supposed to vote for. And guess what? You can do it, too. That's right. And we want you to hear our personal story for the first time. Uprising, the new book by Diamond and Silk, available at Amazon or wherever books are sold. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health. There are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. I know that on those tablets Mr. Moses brought down is the commandment to not covet. But I'll confess. 
My neighbor and his lawnmower is making it tough. He's got this stand-behind, ride-along space shuttle that covers probably three times more space than my trusty old lawn boy. So, when we have who mows the fastest races, which are completely fabricated in my head, he has some impressive advantages that I just don't have. And at our Faith and Family Mortgage Team, we're blessed to have a pretty special advantage of our own, and one that could be a big deal for you. Our team is lucky to be an arm of a bigger company that is a direct lender which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, an advantage that often allows us to get you a better rate, saving you monthly and lifelong money on a refinance or new home purchase. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Mill Park, Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. AM 12